0: Your love is my drug. Spicy mac and cheese is Haley's cocaine. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I chose to say cocaine, but yeah.
1: Great choice.
0: Thank you. Hey. I was about to say make good choices, kids, and then you just blew my ear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for screaming. That was great. <laughs> Oh god, we both ate some version of pasta and now we're high on <laughs> life and carbs.
1: I love mac and cheese so much. I think it might be my- No. Uh-oh. Crab Ragoon. And then mac and cheese.
0: <laughs> yes. i
1: my nose now? Like, what?
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you pick your nose either. You're well, just getting I, so I was, comfy.
1: Not actually. I was, like, messing with my- uh,
0: mm-hmm. I, I need to adjust my chair because my legs are hitting the desk. There we go. <laughs> bop, 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 to the top, slip and slide and ride that rhythm, jump and stump. do the rump, stride, yeah, stuff, call me Ashley Tisdale.
1: I saw a video of her and the guy who played her brother, brother, brother in that movie, <laughs> and... <laughs>
0: I didn't hear you mess it up the first time, so when you highlighted your mess up, it was even better.
1: (laughs) Um, And she was saying that they actually, like, hated each other
0: that whole time, which makes- Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I I bet Disney, like, promoted them hating each other behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas- I thought it was Lucas Gabriel, but I- it's like a Mandela effect thing. I watched High School Musical recently, and it's, like, Lucas- Gabriel or I can't even I don't uh, even know what it's not spelled Gabriel, but yeah. Ah, uh, I didn't even know what it was like at all, so
1: <laughs> so I could be lying right now. <laughs> and you'd never know. So hey poppies, without screaming your ear, how you doing?
0: <laughs> without screaming your ear? <laughs> your ear <laughs> No ear, no ear. Everything's a song to me. If <laughs> if, if life is that, wait, what's that saying? Like, or it's maybe it's a song. It's like, if life is a party, God is the music and love is love a dance floor or something what? like that. <laughs> dance on my love, Papa.
1: I'm a big fan of my eyeliner today.
0: <laughs> I'm a big fan of your eyeliner every day. Look at
1: oh, wow. She's sharp. Slay. She's not she's not a twin. She's not they're not twins. I don't know how to speak. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sisters not twins.
0: She's not a twin. <laughs> she's not a twin. <laughs> Sisters not twins. Sisters not twins. That's always the rule. Eyebrows, eyeliner. Sisters not twins. I also need to draw Because my most name. people's faces are not symmetrical.
1: Mine's not because so. I sleep on my face.
0: I figured that out recently, too. Like, I tend to sleep on this side of my face, so it's a little bit flatter, and I try to sleep on here, but most of the time it's just not as comfy, so call me Lefty Flatty.
1: hmm
0: <laughs> Which one's yours?
1: I sleep on- well, I sleep mostly on this side, but this side is a little more flat.
0: So, I don't know. Maybe you're rolling over in the night, like you're falling asleep on one side. Probably. Sorry, I keep burping. Then, I had Cheeto mac and cheese. If we didn't mention that already, <laughs> spicy Cheeto mac and cheese. Yeah, flaming hot. Yeah, flaming hot. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember what the name of the of the Cheetos were, so I just kept saying spicy. But flaming hot is actually it. Um, yep. what was I was like, oh, and when I was a kid, I always used to sleep on my stomach, and most of the time on my left side. But I can't do that anymore because it hurts my neck because I'm old. Yep. I have to like prep, prep, prop my pillow up very specifically (laughs) under my head to make sure my neck has enough room to move because I always feel like my shoulders are crunched up to my neck when I'm sleeping. Like I'm a little goober or something. I don't know. Goober. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I was picturing, um, boobahs. Do you know what boobahs are? No. But I'm going to send you a picture of a boobah. It's a kid's show that like was deep, deep, deep in my memory and then popped up one day and I haven't been able to stop thinking of it since
1: Did I ever tell you the story about the coworker who told me about the time she found um a a girl's head
0: in a creek No, <laughs> and I don't know why you haven't told me yet. What?
1: I had I had it in my notes. I looked into it. I was like I feel like I had something I had to tell Sam and I if I do I put it in my notes so I don't forget. Mm -hmm. And this came up. It's from October, so it happened a while ago. October of this year? Yes.
0: Like last month? Um, So that's not too long, I'll forgive you. So, do you want me to tell you? (laughs) Um, yes. I was just making sure my boobahs text got sent to you so you could know what a boobah is. But yes, tell me about this head in the Greek.
1: Okay, so... I was at work like back in October, apparently, and I was lead that day and I was sitting at the lead desk and this other coworker of mine, she was like around the corner and I forget how the topic came up, but she was like, I found a head in a creek once and we were all like, excuse me, what? Um, and she started explaining it to another girl who was there with us. And um, I just pulled my phone out because I was like, I have to like look this up and see if I can find it. And she said that it was in 2005, and it was in, um, like, Southern California area. Um, She was headed up into the mountains, and she pulled over at the last turnout before, like, you were up in the remote area to smoke a cigarette, because her kids were in the car. It was her and a friend. And it was, like, down into a ravine, and she... Was just sitting there smoking a cigarette. She looked down and she saw something in the creek and she thought it was a mannequin. So she threw a rock at it. It's never a mannequin. Exactly. And she threw a rock at it and she's like, the sound that it made, I was like, that's not a mannequin. So I, she, said she grabbed <sighs> it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. The sound, okay, that's worse than seeing it. The sound that the rock hit when it made it, it wasn't a plastic. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, Um, so she...
0: That made me so uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) So against the wishes of the friend that she was with, she grabbed... Which makes sense, because this this woman's like a badass. She's very tough. But she uh, grabbed a tire iron out of her back seat and went down to investigate. Um, And she said she, like, poked at it. And she had to, like, stop talking about it, because she said that some of the skin, like, came off. And she was like... (sighs) She like, she, like, blacked out and does not know how she got back up to the top. But it turned out to be a 21-year-old girl who had been missing for three weeks. And last she was seen, she had left on um, a motorcycle with her boyfriend. And it turns out that it was the boyfriend's friend who dismembered her and her boyfriend.
0: Okay, this needs to be its own episode because that is absolutely yeah. wild. I also want to ask your coworker why that's not the first thing that she tells people when she meets them. Because if I found that, that would be the first thing I would tell people when I met them.
1: Right? Like, oh, tell, like, she an said, interesting
0: fact about yourself.
1: She said that she, like, saw the ghost of the girl for, like, weeks afterwards at her house, like, looking after her kids. And the parents got in contact with her, too. I'm gonna cry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Uh, honestly... I wanna ask her, I wanna ask her more about it, but the fact like with how quickly she cut it off when she started talking about actually like being so close to it I don't want to like upset her but I want to know more right. and I could not find anything about <clears throat> it. So.
0: you could just so, ask yeah. her say hey I, you told this story and I would like I'm into true crime and I think it's very interesting I'd like to know more if you'd like to share but you don't have to <clears throat> my question yeah. for you is if you weren't if you thought it wasn't a mannequin would you go down and investigate hell yeah Okay, same. Because I would want to know, like, especially if you think it is a human, are they alive or not, and could you have saved them at that point? Or, like, what's going on?
1: If it was during the day, I would definitely go. If it was like a long distance, kind of, to get to it, and, like, kind of precarious to get, like, in this situation, like, down into the ravine. But if it was nighttime, I would call someone, sit in my car, and wait for them to come. Yes.
0: Yeah, because what if the person's? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. But... I don't know if this is fucked up or not. If it is, we, you can let me know and we can cut it out. But I, I don't ever want to find a dead body. You know what I mean? But I've always wanted to be someone who like solves a mystery.
1: I think everybody who's into true crime feels that
0: way. Okay. Yeah. I want to be the one who helps figure it out. Like, right. Even if it was finding a head or a body like that, would be traumatizing, sure, but if it could solve the family's woes of not knowing what happened to their family, yeah, member like bring then.
1: closure, kind of, yeah.
0: But wow, how long have you been working with this person? She's been there for like eight months, something, yeah. Like that. She waited way too long to drop that bomb. Now it's at her well, discretion. Think... I'm not, I'm not like bad mouthing her, I just know as who I am as a person, I would blurt it out much sooner
1: i think that like she's she's um she's older than we are um she's i don't know exactly her age but i do know she's older i think in that generation it's more like those things are horrifying and you don't talk about them yeah when like not that today it would be like the super exciting thing to talk about you know like here's this really fun thing that happened to me it's just like wow this is interesting i want to yeah learn more about it you know
0: like here's an experience I don't think anyone else in this group has had and yeah. if more than one exactly. have that's a special special gathering but no I totally get it especially if you said it was 2005 and she was mm-hmm. with her friend who had kids and they and she was driving so I'm assuming she had to be around 15 16 in 2005 I was not I was 10 so
1: yeah
0: yeah, I, yeah I mean, and she like, was probably if- even older
1: if she hadn't found that, would they have ever found them? You know,
0: maybe it not. Like a remote the, area, and if people normally just drive by it, yeah, you wouldn't look down in the ravine unless you got out of your car, and then if it rained or there were so many different things, so I feel like yeah. the the spirit or the ghost of the girl coming back was like a thank you to her, almost like, mm-hmm. hey, you found me and like helped me help my parents find closure, so thank you. Yeah. Let me help you take care of your kids. Yeah. That's wild. Wild. It is
1: wild. But, yeah, that was the only thing I had in my notes, so maybe next next week, next time we record, I'll have more.
0: Yeah. I don't have anything off of the top of my head um, other than Michael Burham Pled guilty to the kidnapping of that elderly couple in Warren.
1: Oh, I saw that. That's good.
0: Yeah. So thank God. Um, Just get it over with. Plead guilty. Get your sentence. And then he's going to be extradited to New York for the murder. And like charges. Yeah.
1: Didn't like another inmate get charged with helping him escape?
0: Um. It wasn't an inmate. It was someone who worked at the prison.
1: Oh, I thought it was. They gave inmate. him
0: extra bed sheets.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Mm hmm. I don't know if he Ooh. knew him or some there was something, you know, sketchy happening. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yes. But eventually I'll probably share that story, um especially because it's local. There's another local story that um it happened a few years ago. I still feel like it's a little fresh. So I want to like wait until that one I think is like come full circle, so maybe it would be okay to share, but the Michael one is kind of like fresh, so fresh, and not there's not like an his trial hasn't happened or anything for the rest of the charges. So, yeah, but yeah,
1: I was like hunchback the last episode that we recorded, so I got to sit up a little more.
0: <laughs> the Hunchback of Gold Beach. What are you going to educate on this week? Whale. Well, um. This episode will be coming out before Christmas. It'll be my last episode before Christmas. So, um, I decided to do something a little fun. And we are, at, um, this, um, my notes are titled Wild Christmas. So, really? what I did was I googled some wild stories and crimes and, like, funny, wild, whatever, crimes having to do with Christmas.
1: Okay, sorry. Um, I will ruffling and scuffling. I am uh, trying to get comfortable.
0: <laughs> Ruffle, scuffle, Papa. Scuffle me, Papa. Okay. Ruffle me, Papa. Um, I'm like straddling the basically... suitcase. <laughs> Sensual.
1: I'll send you a photo.
0: <laughs> yes, please. Straddle me, <laughs> Papa. So, what I did was I just googled like. Crazy Crimes, Silly Crimes, Funny Crimes, and found a couple different stories. Actually, quite a few. And they're all just, like, little summaries of the stories, because I didn't want to, like, read full true crime stuff. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. I did read them all first to make sure that they weren't too, like, heavy, because I wanted it to be more of a silly, fun, goofy article. There is some heaviness, because it's, it's I mean, crimes, of. but y- y- sort of... Um... Yeah, just people being idiots. Um, The first one's kind of heavy, so get ready. Okay. It's not as heavy as the last episode we did. I'm ready. So these first stories that I'm going to go over are pulled from an article titled 14 of the Most Disturbing Christmas Crimes in U.S. History by author Beth. They don't give a last name. I tried to find it. Um, and I got it from the website onlyinyourstate.com. I didn't do all 14 because they weren't all good. But um, there's, I think, like 10 of them. Okay. Number one is the case of the so-called stolen chocolate. A man dressed as St. Nick at the Atlanta, Georgia mall lost his patience in the worst way in 2004. His temper got the best of him, and he allegedly began to hit an elderly 74-year-old woman with a 2 by 4 Convinced she had stolen over a hundred dollars worth of Hershey's chocolate from him. Sadly, the woman died from her injuries in the hospital. And the man, whose last name is Clark, was sentenced to life in prison.
1: That's so sad.
0: It's terrible. (sighs) And, like, over some Hershey's chocolate...
1: Did she steal the chocolate? (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, I'm sorry. I didn't probably...
0: say, I couldn't find any, I I didn't find any more information. I doubt it. I mean, if she did, like, still, like, yeah, that's a lot. But he was reason. sentenced to life in prison, so. Good.
1: I tried to find out more, oh my God. couldn't find it. That, what a way to go.
0: <clears throat> right? Like, first of all, $100 of isn't us? that much. Yeah, oh, I wasn't even thinking about that.
1: That's so sad.
0: And Santa's like, "Where's my Hershey's?" Oh, god! Awful. Yeah, a hundred dollars is not that much either. And why do you have a hundred dollars worth of Hershey's? Hershey's why is not is that, that expensive. Not you can go a... to. Yeah, you can go to Dollar General and get three extra large Hershey Hershey bars for seven dollars. That's plenty.
1: And they're delicious.
0: Yes, they are. Not worth killing over
1: though. True.
0: Only if they've got the golden ticket, because I want to go to the Wonka factory. But even then, I'm not going to kill someone. I'll probably just steal it from one of those old people in the bed. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Story number two. The case of Santa on a motorcycle. It was 2006 in Columbia, South Carolina, when a man dressed in a full Santa costume, riding a decked out motorcycle, pulled up to a gas station and asked a family if they wanted to see the stuffed reindeer he had in his sidecar. Gives creepy vibes right away, right? Yeah. The children walked up to take a closer look when suddenly this man grabbed the eight year old girl and sped off. Panicked, the father furiously chased after him and was able to retrieve his daughter. The Santa imposter was arrested.
1: Was the little girl, like, super naughty and she had to be thrown oh, into an abyss? Is that what he...
0: <laughs> you were on the naughty list! I know we say naughty people get coal, but it's actually naughty people get turned into coal.
1: Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know why I said that. <laughs> I'd be coal for so long. My grandpa, God I miss him, he would give us coal in our stocking every year just to be like a jokester, but real coal. Uh-huh. I don't know where this man got real coal. Like not yeah. not like like um like charred wood that. or anything or like goofy. Real pieces of coal that you would put into an engine to power a train.
1: Damn. I gotta adjust.
0: (laughs) Oh, that man had some resources. I miss him. I love you, Grandpa Lyle. Okay. Story three. The case of a Santa Claus burglary. A visit from Santa Claus is usually a joyous occasion, especially when he's collecting for charity. A 22-year-old woman living in Birmingham, Alabama, thought this was the exact scenario when a man dressed as Santa knocked on her door. Unfortunately, his intentions were much darker. He hit her in the face before attempting to rob her house. He fled the premises shortly after.
1: Did he get caught?
0: I assume so for hearing the story. But again, I'm just reading the excerpts. Mm-hmm. Um, the, that first one that I read was really hard to find any more information on. So I was like, I'm just not going to try. Yeah. Okay. Number four the case of the most infamous Christmas bank robbery. This crime is almost 100 years old, but is still quite baffling. In fact, it's still considered to be one of the most notorious robberies in history. A bank... Nope, (laughs) not a bank. A man by the name of Marshall Radcliffe walked into Cisco's first national bank... (laughs) A bank by the name of (laughs) just who a man by the name of Marshall Ratcliffe walked into Cisco's first national bank in a full Santa costume accompanied by three armed men. He was able to escape with the money, taking three girls hostage. His car ran out of gas shortly after and he had to abandon his loot. A generic Santa photo was used in hopes of identifying the criminal. The criminal. <laughs> so, I'm gonna. A generic um, Santa photo. Yes, I'm gonna send you this generic Santa photo, and I will post it, and I'll probably add it to this video.
1: Oh, oh my
0: God. When I went to save the photo, it automatically captioned it "Jolly Old Saint Nick." <laughs>
1: Did they catch the crime They caught the criminal because he said his name. Do you have a photo of him? Do you think you could find one? Because I want to see if it actually is, like, close.
0: <laughs> no, his name wasn't in this one. Oh, wait. I thought you said yes. it
1: was something Radcliffe.
0: Yes. Yes, I did because I, I almost like, named the bank after him.
1: Because I was like, is that Daniel Radcliffe's brother? <laughs> oh.
0: Um, no, it doesn't look like him at all. He's kind of creepy looking and his head has a very weird shape. Ew. Yeah. Look at how weird his head is shaped.
1: It's got a thick noggin. A long, narrow noggin.
0: It's like thick on top and then narrow and then gets but it's it gets bigger but not back to the same thickness as the top. Correct. It's kind of like Ed, Ed and Eddie. The one character. Yeah. Story number five. The case of the disorderly mall Santa. It was was 2005. 2005. It was you. It was 2005 (laughs) when a 52-year-old man, obviously Haley, appeared at Rockingham (laughs) Park Mall. (laughs) Baby hands. (laughs) I got a nose job. Um, When a (laughs) 52-year-old... You stop distracting me. Story five. The case of the disorderly mall Santa. It was 2005 when a 52-year-old man appeared at Rockingham Park Mall in Massachusetts in a full Santa costume. For some reason or another, he decided it would be a good idea to drop his pants in front of everyone.
1: Oh, that was- Fortunately- That was the other guy.
0: He- Fortunately, he was wearing sweatpants underneath his costume. It was you. Nevertheless, he was arrested for disorderly conduct. Yes, it was I'm just uh, releasing Haley's rap sheet right now. All of these stories are actually Haley.
1: Except for this one, even that the guy. Sad as fuck.
0: Oh no, definitely not that one. But definitely the guy in that robbed the bank in 1927 because Haley's actually yeah. 110 years old. Definitely. The Case of the Most Unusual Christmas Gift Parents can sometimes be at a loss when it comes to finding the perfect gift for their children. A man in Sedell, Louisiana, thought he had the perfect solution. According to police reports, he robbed a pet store, taking the cash register and a couple of snakes. When he was asked by police why he committed the crime, he said it was for his son's Christmas present.
1: i'd rather not have a gift than get a snake
0: (laughs) oh i'd take a snake i love snakes i like reptiles in general
1: i don't dislike them i just don't want to touch them like if they're around me it's fine but just like don't touch me you know
0: um i have a friend who has snakes and we went over to her house one time and she brought them out and megan's like don't even think about it and i was like place them on me immediately i had a britney spears (laughs) moment it was fantastic A a post-Britney Spears, pre-Billy Eilish snake moment. Hell yeah. The case of the stolen baby Jesus, number seven. A stolen baby Jesus from a nativity scene. It's all too common. Um, nope. It's an all too common Christmas crime, which I didn't know. One case, which happened in Florida in 2007, was particularly unusual. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When an 18-year-old woman from Florida stole the ceramic figure, she assumed her crime would go unpunished. Little did she know that the figure was actually rigged with a GPS system, and the cops quickly found out about her shenanigans. <laughs> Those people took following Jesus to a whole new level.
1: Damn. I feel like somebody they took were like, the, the baby Jesus out of the nativity scene that um, Betts Industries puts outside of their building. Like, when I was a kid, I think someone did that. But...
0: I mean, I, I get it. It's funny, but the fact that it's so common, it's like, okay, let's think of something yeah. new. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the case of the crazed shoppers. Um, story... I almost said case number eight. Story number eight. At the Green Acres Mall in New York in 2008, when hundreds were waiting for the doors to open with promise of holiday savings... The crowd quickly turned into a mob, busting through the glass doors and trampling over an employee. So this is the, that a Black Friday story. And yeah. the most disturbing part, <clears throat> when it was announced that the employee had been killed, many shoppers continued shopping, complaining that they had been waiting in line all night.
1: That's disgusting. That's why I don't do Black Friday shopping, because it gets... I've never seen it get that crazy, but... I don't want to be a part of that ever or even like risk being a
0: part of that. No, I've physically done it like twice in my life and it's not fun. Even when it's not like that, people are still assholes. And I think it really goes to show how badly we all want to save money. And also just how rude people are. That's why I love online shopping.
1: Yep. Definitely.
0: Let's see. Number nine, the case of the stolen Christmas trees. When the economy tanked in 2008, many families had to get creative with making do with a little less over the holidays. Others turned borderline criminal, criminal, criminals. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something from Harry Potter. (laughs) Catch those criminals. Others turned borderline criminal in Oregon. For example, Policemen in Portland caught a man dragging his stolen Christmas tree down the street at 3 a.m. Nice. Yep. Number 10. The case of the Santa break-in. If you're dressed as Santa Claus and plan on committing a robbery, it only makes sense to come in through the chimney, right?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: This less than foolproof logic was used by a man in Seattle, Washington, as he attempted to rob a house. Before any real crime was committed, he actually got stuck in the chimney and had to be helped out by the fire department. While looking for. Yeah, and while looking for this story, I also saw somewhere that he may have been nude at this point, or that something, part of his clothes had come off. So he's being helped out by the fire department and the confused criminal claimed he was just trying to retrieve his backpack, but the story didn't fly with the police. They sentenced him to 17 months in prison.
1: Damn. I bet he regrets that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So the next article I found was called 10 ridiculous Christmas crimes. And it was posted on odd com. The first one is called 200-pound statue of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Stolen. Damn. Yeah. I feel like that's something, like, really large to steal, but...
1: Yeah. Why do you want it so badly?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's literally 200 pounds. Like, are you just trying to prove to your friends that you're strong? You can do that a lot of other ways. On December 12, 2014, a quote-unquote Grinch stole a little more than just the Christmas spirit. A 200-pound statue of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer disappeared from atop a city sign in Los Angeles, California. The statue had been a holiday icon in the South Bay enclave of Rolling Hills Estates for 50 years. A few days after the robbery, police followed up on a tip from a TV viewer and located the wooden statue on the roof of a mobile home in Gardena. (laughs) We assure you, at 200 pounds, it was hard to miss. The man at the home was arrested for possession of stolen property. He was found to be a gardener who worked in the area where the statue disappeared.
1: That's so brazen to steal something like that and then put it on the roof of your house. Like, come and find me.
0: Right. Like, no one, at the, of course someone else would have a 200-pound red red rose. No. Rudolph <laughs> the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> and it was on the roof of his mobile home. How yeah. strong are mobile home roofs?
1: That's what that was that that was I was thinking. That's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us can talk. I mean, two hundred pounds. That's a person, and maybe a person can climb on the roof, but I don't know. That just seems a little sketch to me, yeah. Also, he was a gardener from Gardena. <laughs> so, like, what storybook <laughs> character is this? <laughs> Story number two from adi dot com. Man stabbed after giving girlfriend knife for Christmas.
1: <laughs> I tried not to laugh because it's not funny, but that's just ironic. It's not
0: funny, but like, yeah. Isn't it ironic? Um, I don't know why I feel like sitting like this, but then my face is like everywhere. I don't know. Something's not okay with me. In 2013, I probably should, like, let there be a pause between that so I can cut that out. <laughs> In 2013, a man who gave his girlfriend a fillet knife for Christmas was treated at a Seattle hospital for stab wounds the following day. Clever detectives at the Everett Police Department major crime units believe the woman, 18, stabbed her boyfriend and slit his throat with the new knife. The woman alleged that the man had The woman alleged that the man had threatened to hurt her several times including on the drive home from a fishing trip they took a few days before. She told the police that he told her he would cut her up and throw her in the river.
1: Yikes. If that's true yeah. then he deserved it.
0: Right, and my thought is is did you give her the knife as like a threat or Yeah. Did none of that actually happen, and you just made a poor choice by giving her a knife? Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Next story is Swedish Christmas goat engulfed in flames for the 27th time. (laughs) In 2013, and for the 27th time... Vandals in Sweden burned down a giant straw goat meant to symbolize the Christmas spirit. Why a goat? Um one of the representative animals of Sweden is that little red horse thing. And yeah. I don't know what the where the goat comes from, but I guess it's representative of the Christmas spirit. I don't know if Swedes like farms or what it is, but Oh, well,
1: maybe.
0: I should ask my grandma. She's very Swedish
1: uncultured
0: (laughs) white um yes but when i read that all i could think was like christmas burning man christmas burning goat (laughs) mafia men arrested over christmas flower extortion okay In 2013, police in Italy arrested four mafia gangsters over a Christmas extortion scam. The men had been forcing shop owners to buy poinsettias, red-leaved plants known in Italy as Christmas stars, for 100 times the wholesale price, demanding as much as 100 euros, which at the time was $140, per plant for the past three holiday seasons. So from 2010 to 2013. The owners who refused the mob's Christmas offer had their shops vandalized.
1: What the fuck? No I have no up. idea.
0: The that's probably <laughs> one of the most wild ones that we've read so far. Yeah. This next one might be topping it, I don't know. <clears throat> A hundred and ninety two thousand U.S. dollars worth of marijuana wrapped as Christmas gifts. Fuck yeah. In 2012, a BMW SUV was pulled over on the Ohio Turnpike around 11 a.m. A drug sniffing dog indicated the presence of contraband and police searched the vehicle. A probable cause search revealed 30 pounds of hydroponic marijuana wrapped as Christmas gifts worth an estimated $192,000. That was just Santa trying to bring some ques... Right? (laughs) Cuisants. I was trying to say Christmas, but I just kept going, Quimace, Quimace, some Christmas joy. He was like, I don't bake cookies, but I'll help you get baked. (laughs) (laughs) okay i only have a few more they are from an article titled 16 of the weirdest and craziest christmas crimes from dgriffinlaw.com oh right this title no beer question mark prepared to be stabbed by a ceramic squirrel
1: that's what i say every day (laughs) (laughs)
0: You go to the doctor's office, no beer. (laughs) You pull out a ceramic squirrel, prepare to be stabbed. Yes. Some folks like to imbibe the holiday spirit a bit too much. A woman in South Carolina stabbed a man on Christmas for coming home without beer. Yes, you read that right. When officers confronted her, she tried to say that he slipped and fell, but couldn't explain her bloody hands and clothes she was charged with criminal domestic violence. Side note, somewhere in South Carolina, there could be a bloody ceramic squirrel sitting inside an evidence bag. What a sight.
1: Damn. That's crazy, but it's also kind of sad because, like, what was happening before that in that house, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like I heard like... that story somewhere yeah. else and it might have been that she had an alcohol abuse problem. Yeah. I could also totally be speculating.
1: Who
0: knows? But if anyone knows, let us know and maybe I'll look into it and maybe I won't, but I don't know. The second to last story is called Cocaine-Filled Santa Dolls. Delish. Just like Gravy Baby. Or Fruit Baby.
1: Gravy Baby!
0: <laughs> Gravy Baby! Oh god. That was so much fun. We need to play that again soon. Even if we just do we it do. for fun. Yeah. But I do enjoy recording it.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. It's safe to say that people associate snow with Christmas, at least up in New England. And there's something special about that bright and soft white powder being part of it. In this case, Santa brought snow all right, but the snow was actually cocaine. Police in Rio de Janeiro found Santa dolls filled with cocaine and ornaments filled with marijuana. (sighs)
1: Who wrote this article?
0: Merry so motherfucking funny. Christmas! <laughs> I don't know, but I—that's I, why I like literally just copied it because I love the way that they wrote it. Uh huh. And also, like, that's how I think I'm gonna sound when I'm saying things, but I don't actually. Okay. So maybe if I read more for practice, it'll help. Okay, and last but not least is breaking and decorating. A man high on bath salts broke into a house in Ohio and started to decorate. An 11-year-old boy found the man decorating and playing with his toys when he called his mother, who was at the neighbor's house. The man reportedly lit candles and hung a wreath on the garage door while watching TV. He was arrested and charged with burglary. (laughs) He's like, I was just trying to do something nice for the holidays. (laughs) I just had lots of energy and needed to get it out. And I also don't understand why he was charged with burglary. He decorated. Yeah. I mean, sure, like, um, breaking and entering, but burglary?
1: Yeah. Weird. Maybe he tried he, to they, something. They,
0: he burglared their opportunity to decorate their own house? Like, I don't understand. How is that a charge?
1: Did he, like, eat their food? Would that count as burglary?
0: I mean, it. I would think so, technically.
1: Maybe he ate and some like, cookies.
0: It's very scary for that 11-year-old boy to find a random man decorating his house. Especially if he's high on bath salts, because you know he's not acting like just a man who's decorating. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is a, this is almost a victimless crime. Almost. <sighs> yes. But uh, yeah, those are some wild Christmas stories that I found on the internet to share with you all. Because the holidays are a crazy time. I will say one of my favorite Christmases, so the tradition has always been, we would do Christmas Eve with my mom's family, Christmas morning with like just our family, me, mom, dad, Chloe, obviously we're adults and my parents are divorced now, but one Christmas Eve, we had Christmas at our house. It would rotate between our house, my grandma's house and my aunt and uncle's house. And it was at our house and we had a we and, um, my aunt and uncle got us an American Idol game and we decided to crack it open and play it. And my uncle and I sang sweet escape by Gwen Stefani <laughs> and listening to him stand there going, wee-oo, wee-oo, and he's a funny ass guy. Anyways, I love you, uncle Mike. It was, that's one of my favorite memories of Christmas Eve's like just so, and they always gave the best presents to like, games and all the fun stuff you know yeah I want to go back to being a child just for Christmas though
1: it's kind of I don't want to say nice but it's very chill to be on the other side of the country from your whole family because you can just have Christmas at your house and just like Mm -hmm. you know text or call the people that you love and be like hey yeah Merry Christmas or like Skype I think my dad my older sister is gonna be in Warren for Christmas and I think we're (gasps) gonna do like a Skype. That'll be so so fun. But it's nice to not have to leave your house, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I definitely, yeah. As a kid, I always got so excited on Christmas Eve. Like, could not wait to leave if we were going to someone else's house or couldn't wait for people to show up. And then Christmas Day, after we open all of our gifts and stuff, I would just want to stay home and play and, like, use all my things. But I still always enjoyed going to my dad's mom's house, my other grandma. And one thing she always did was she would make grasshoppers. Mm -hmm. Which is basically a vanilla milkshake with creme de menthe and booze. I wouldn't have a boozy one. She would just basically make me a mint milkshake. But those things are so good. (laughs) Now that I'm an adult, I need to make them with alcohol for myself. Because delish. But now that I'm an adult, it's like, I love christmas morning because i really like i love giving gifts i love all of the gift giving part watching people get excited for something i gave them like i'm getting so hyped right now lights a fire in me i don't know what it Uh is like just to see them get happy like that but christmas morning's so fun because you know we'll wake up and Unfortunately, we can't leave the presents under the tree because of the dogs. So we'll wake up and make some coffee and then go get our presents from our respective hiding places, put them under the tree. And then I'm a person who likes to take gift opening very slowly. I want to draw it out. I want it to be, be dramatic. So when we were kids, Chloe and I would find presents of like this, a similar size. Or if my, our parents would tell us they were similar things, we'd open them at the same time or one by one. Then mom would have to go and then dad would have to go or whoever. And we'd go in a circle until everything was open because we don't want to drag it out. And we still do the same thing at my mom's um, on Christmas Eve. And then Megan and I take turns opening our gifts on Christmas Day so we can watch each other, you know?
1: Yeah, I remember when I was a kid at my grandma and grandpa's, my dad's side of the family, there's a lot of cousins. And they would all, most of the time, all of them would be there along with their my aunts and uncles and my grandparents and my parents and um sometimes there'd even be like other extended family and we would have to go in a circle of all of those people by age Mm. it took so long to open all the gifts but it was really fun (laughs) well thanks for finding those stories
0: you're welcome I hope they were enjoyable just wanted to do something a little bit Light and fluffy and snowy and yeah, dairy and
1: yeah. Because my my topics the past few times have not been the lightest, which we haven't recorded yet, but they're not Christmas themed. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> no, no. And uh, I just I like I honestly like to do something themed too. I think it helps like break up the vibes and yeah. throw something different in there. Oh. Did I tell you? I'm sorry. I forgot. Um, I had a craft show yesterday, right? It went okay. It's a smaller one. People are hit or miss with my stuff normally anyways, but Mm -hmm. this lady was walking around. She had a really cute cardigan on. It was like black and white, a little bit longer. It had a pattern on it. We call it quote unquote Arizona pattern where it's kind of like triangles and lines and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But the cardigan had like some smaller like knit lines through them that were like rainbow pastel and they stood out very gently against like the black and white and i just when she was walking by my booth she wasn't going to stop but i was like i just need to say i love your cardigan and she looked down like we all do when we forget what we're wearing she's like oh thank you so much and she's i was like i especially love the pastel rainbow it really just like makes it pop but it's not overwhelming we got into a whole discussion about how we love color pastels mm-hmm. i i said something about having adhd she was an older woman and she's like i think i have adhd too it was super cute and she was i just loved her
1: Precious. but
0: she continued shopping at the craft show and ended up buying a scarf from one of the other vendors and came back specifically to show me i was Aww. like look I, I had to show you i bought this scarf and i was like that's why I that love doing the craft fairs, because, like, those little moments are so beautiful. And then yeah. she left again. I went to the restroom at some point. when I came back, she was standing <laughs> next to another table. And she's like, oh, there you are. And she handed me this little package. And she goes, I saw these and they made me think of you. So I wanted to give them to you. It's a little pair of candy cane earrings, but they're rainbow candy canes.
1: Oh my god, I would have cried on the spot. I love shit like I that. I almost
0: cried. I looked at her with, like, tears starting to well up in my eyes, and I go, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, can I give you a hug? And she let me give her a hug, and I was like, that's so nice. And I'm like, I'm gonna Aww. go put them in right now. So while she continued looking, I went and put them in, and she came to say goodbye to me before she left, and she laughed a little bit because I was putting them right in. But she was just so nice, and, like, the earrings are so cute, and they really are me, and I put them on immediately because my logo is like pastel rainbow tie-dye so the earrings Uh went really well but I just thought that was super fucking cute and sweet of her and like those little gestures make such a difference and the fact that I just like made her want to buy me something someone she's never met before because I complimented her sweater like yeah (sighs) it it's like I do have hope for the world (laughs) yeah
1: yeah um, one more thing before we go. I know I told you, but, um, Logan had this plan to get a birth, like a custom birthday cake done for me in September, but he ended up with COVID and was having a hard time getting back down to Brookings. Cause that's where he had to go to get it, which is like a 40 minute drive, but he went down the other day and he came up with, um, like a funfetti, like vanilla cake. And it Yum. says, um, this is the cake of an old Beller. After <laughs> thirtieth, Haley. Um, and Madison, I'll. You have the photo. Maybe you can add it in here so people yeah. can see it. But, um, Madison just texted me and she's like, "Can I steal some cake?" But just so you know, if I do, I'd have to officially cut into some of the words because we've we've been cutting around the words to try to preserve. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I was like, "No, <laughs> no, I'm gonna Ooh. encase it in resin, and it's never gonna go." Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's super cute, though. I really liked it. It was nice. But, yeah. Anyways. And the fact that he went with, like, the Twilight theme. Yeah. Like, yep. he knows you. So, that that's, it, it's a super cute cake. And it looks delicious. And I'd like a corner piece, please. Thank you.
1: Oh, the corner pieces are gone. Like I said, we're cutting around all the words. So.
0: The corner pieces are the best pieces as long as you have the right frosting.
1: The frosting was good.
0: What kind was it?
1: I don't know, but it was good.
0: Was it the really sugary, dense kind, like buttercream, or was it more whipped, like Cool Whip? It was like the dense stuff. Um, it's still good, but I can't eat as much. Uh, like a, there if wasn't you ever give like me ton a ton of it, though, that's good. I'm gonna like stop talking because we're trying to end this. <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk because I've talked too much. If you ever buy me a cake, I want the whipped cream frosting. The dogs are right. out. <laughs> do you want to say goodbye um yeah i also want to tell people um watch us on youtube we have a tiktok too and we always forget to mention it tiktok at educate me papa we're working oh, really yeah? hard on clips haley's better at it than i am but i am trying to get better instagram at to educate to me papa facebook more. Well, I made eight from the last episode I recorded. <laughs> so I need to post. I think I posted two or three of them. I need to post the rest. Um, uh-huh. Because we were doing Am I the Assholes, it was just really go- easy to make clips. Um, yeah. Facebook at educate me Papa the dash, the podcast. Email EducateMePapa at gmail.com. Tell us your crazy Christmas stories. What are your traditions? Do you have any cake that I can eat? Specifically a corner piece. Thank you. I love you.
1: All right, guys, we're going to go. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Thank
0: you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Listen, thank listen, you for listening. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. Listen. Listen, listen. Thank, listen, thank listen, you, listen, listen, listen. Thank thank you so much you for listening. listening. Thank, thank you. Do you, you like it? You know? okay, I do you like I this. is from just... my classes. Your here's are really great. <laughs> Thanks. I like to throw all right. all other things. Merry, motherfucking Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone else. Um, don't do Cindy. anything crazy in a Santa suit. Cindy, thank you for Cindy. the year. We love you okay
1: okay we're out okay okay we love you all (gasps) (gasps) bye. bye